1: What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, my friend. So I'm not going to lie. I had a totally, totally different podcast episode that I had planned for today. I have a really, really cool interview with one of my previous clients and we went in and talked all about money management, like specifically like how to stop stressing about money as an entrepreneur and some of the things that you can do to make money just an easier thing for you to manage. Like we'll get into all of that. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to actually sit down and I wanted to talk a little bit about my own like financial journey, if you will. I'm actually in the process of buying my second house. I've already bought a house and sold it and, you know, made a profit on that. And I'm now in the process of buying an investment property. And, you know, I I really have changed my own financial destiny a lot. And that has massively, massively impacted the way I'm able to show up in business and I am going to have that conversation with you maybe on a different day because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I am feeling so stressed. <laughs> not stressed. Actually, stressed is probably not the right word. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed, if you will. I called in recently that I wanted to just have like a, you know, I wanted to use my lockdown wisely, if you will. I'm, I'm, I'm making, I've made some decisions about what my 2022 is going to look like and I feel like... I've kind of, like everyone, sort of wasted the past couple of years just basically doing nothing. Not that there's been anything that we've been allowed to do, but I, you know, I've spent a lot of time doing nothing, being in lockdown, working still, but not really using my time intentionally. And so I proclaimed in about May this year that I wanted to go into a season of like quote unquote massive action. I really wanted to launch a lot of stuff, like make a lot of money, like really um, just Just, yeah, use my time wisely. If I was going to be at home by myself, I might as well use it wisely, was essentially what I had said to my friend Ruby, who you would have heard in a previous episode. Um, And I kind of put that out there. I put that out there that I was going to like take some massive action, and I did. And the thing is, I'm loving it. Like, I honestly am absolutely loving it. It is so much fun. Hashtag, if you've listened to the last episode, one of the reasons why it's so, so, so important to love what you do and to have fun in business is because when you do go through periods where it is like, quote unquote, a little busier or, you know, you just have to take bigger action or there's more on your plate or more is going on and stuff. um, Then obviously loving what you do is a big part of not getting super, super stressed out during periods of times like that. But the reality is that I, whilst I'm having so much fun in my business, like here's just the rundown of essentially what my month has been like. So At the moment, I have more one-on-one clients than I normally would. So I have, I think, seven clients at the moment when usually my cap is five just for the way that, you know, some people had to extend a little bit. One of my clients got married and, you know, it's all through COVID. Like, obviously it was kind of like last minute and then another client had to extend just due to some health issues and so of course I'm super super lenient with my clients but it just works out that I've got more at the moment than I normally would plus I have a huge group of SBA students I also launched recently my Influencer Vibes program and I'm building that from scratch and there's so much research involved and I'm absolutely loving that and I'm just Probably spending a lot of time on that, to be honest, because I just love, love, love creating in that way. Obviously, my reels are popping off, so I'm just trying to create, like, honestly, 15 reels a day. (laughs) Not really. Um, But I'm just creating so many reels. Relaunch the podcast. Obviously, YouTube is, you know, something that I, I do consistently as well. Not right now, but, you know, getting back into that. Plus, of course, like, managing my team and... anyway. I, I just kind of wanted to express like what was going on in my business because it for sure is a busier period and I'm launching something really exciting next week as well. But all of that stuff to me feels like heaven. Like I have so much fun when I'm doing all of that and taking all of that action. What actually gets me stressed more than anything is life <laughs> and being an adult. Like, ugh. Who decided that being an adult had to have so many things that you needed to do and remember? Um, But yeah, I just, I realized today, I was like, why am I feeling so overwhelmed and stressed? And I was like, it's probably because I've got about 17 people that I need to respond to at this point in time. I haven't done any washing in a week. I have so many other things that I need to do. I need to rebook a bunch of stuff that's been canceled because of lockdown, I need to, you know, do all this stuff on my mortgage. I need to um, just do a lot of stuff, a lot of paperwork-y kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like all of that adult-y kind of stuff. Anyway, so I kind of reflected on this or I've been sitting here reflecting on this and I was like, in the moments where I felt the most stressed and the most overwhelmed in business is not necessarily because I've got a lot going on on the business side of things, it's because I feel like my life starts to slip away from me because I'm prioritizing my business. And so I am someone who is highly, highly obsessed with project management, time management, and productivity, so much so that literally, I think I mentioned this on Instagram or I've mentioned it so many different places, But last week, when I had a date come to my house, my bubble buddy, you're allowed one person come to your house during these lockdowns, I sent him not only a calendar invite, but also there was an agenda attached to that of all the things that we were gonna do. This is not someone I was meeting for the first time, by the way. But still, I'm like, I love organization so much. And so I kind of wanted to just go through and give some tips and advice on how you can better adult or like better manage your life so that you don't feel so stressed in business. Because I think that's the thing, like a lot of people feel so stressed out by their lives and all of the things that they have to do that quite often, specifically in the beginning when there's less responsibility, less momentum, and less results in the business, the business takes the back burner. For me, my life takes the back burner because I have so much responsibility and accountability within my business. Like I have clients, I have a team, I have a community online. So I know that I have to be responsible for that. It's my job, it's my livelihood, and I've got a lot of people counting on me. So it's much easier for me to focus on that and let the life stuff slip. Whereas, like I think a lot of the times in the beginning when life starts to build up around us, what we do is we let the business slip away. And that's really detrimental because, you know, that causes inconsistency on social media that causes you to start to show up with different energy, you know, this very stressed energy. Um, It causes you to obviously put projects on the backburners like launches or product development and you just lose the momentum that you need in the beginning to actually grow your business. And then you start to feel like a failure and you start to feel like you couldn't make it happen. And then obviously your dreams start to slip away from you. And I get it, it's, it's it's super, super annoying, but it all comes down to 100% just having better time management and a change in perspective. So the first thing is exactly that. You have to have better time management. For me, I know specifically, business is always going to be there. And I know I just mentioned that there are certain things that you need to do that are obviously going to create momentum in your business. These are called the needle moving activities, right? Anything that you would consider to be front-facing, social media, launching products, working with clients, that's the stuff that you need to prioritize first. Then the thing that you need to do is all of the other stuff, realize that it's not going anywhere. Changing your website, rewriting that email, all of this kind of busy work that we do in our business, and you know the stuff, we all do it, that's the stuff that should be done last. What I mean by this is we should be prioritizing the business needle moving activities first if like we're really in a season of trying to grow our business. Then we need to prioritize managing all of the life stuff so we can keep our lives on track to avoid the stress. And then all of the other little stuff can come in later. But what I see people doing is spending the time that they've allocated working on their business, doing stuff that just doesn't matter because ultimately they feel Like, if I feel like I'm taking action, then I feel like I should be getting results, when we know that a lot of the stuff, unless it is front-facing, isn't actually going to get you results anyway, and what you're doing is just wasting time, which is compounding the stress that is being accumulated by all of these other activities that you have in your life. I'm speaking really quickly, by the way, because I actually have a call with my team in 15 minutes, and I'm really trying to get this podcast finished before then, because... Yeah, that's me trying to be productive today. Um, But ultimately you need to just have a scale of priority, right? So when it comes to categorizing all of the actions that you need to take, you need to have the priorities in your business, which are the need removing activities, the priorities in your life, which are all the things that have deadlines, all the things that have social attachments to them, like relationships. Like, yes, you absolutely need to be prioritizing relationships for your mental health and because it's a decent thing to do for other people. Now, that doesn't mean overstep boundaries. That doesn't mean meet up with people consistently, but you know what I mean? Spend time with loved ones. You can't, if you've got a partner, you can't just like not talk to them for two years. You know what I mean? While you grow your business. A lot of people do that and it, it involves, it. sorry, it leads to the detriment of a lot of relationships. So prioritize your relationships absolutely without overstepping boundaries. The next thing you need to, have to do is just, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, Erin, we've heard you say this a thousand times, but I'm gonna say it until, until you do it, essentially. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it because it's one of the most important pieces of advice that has changed my life. You have to marry your calendar. You have to get good at sitting down at the start of the week, planning your week out, and just sticking to it. Honestly, I know it's easier said than done because life is full of fires and distractions and things popping up all over the place, But I am so incredibly diligent with my calendar. I've definitely slipped off in the past month, but this is a reminder to me too. And this is exactly why I'm recording this podcast. Soon as I finish my meeting with my team, I'm going to be sitting down and I'm going to be delegating or sorry, I'm going to be allocating time for me to do all of the different things. I'm going to put a to-do list in my calendar and I'm going to be allocating time for me to sit down and do my mortgage application do all of the stuff that I need to do. Right. Do my washing even. I'm gonna put it in my calendar. I promise you that the better you get at actually just putting things into your calendar and just sticking to what is on that calendar, the less stress you will experience in your life. You know, I definitely, definitely, definitely noticed such a big shift when I. uh, Okay, so here's the thing like, at the time before I started being like, a productivity porn guru, if you will. I'm going to call myself a productivity porn star because that's what I feel like I am, in all honesty. Like, if there was a porn hub for productivity, I would be like the main star. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is getting weird already. I just had a Red Bull because I was like, hey, maybe Red Bull will make me more productive today. Maybe it'll give me wings. Um, But... I really do consider myself someone to be like pretty, pretty productive, but not even just productive. Like I consider myself to be organized. And that's the reason why I'm able to be so chill most of the time, right? Because I'm so organized, I don't have to more often than not, let like the little things stress me out. Yes, today I'm in a period where I've just let things build up, but I know myself, like even just proclaiming this to the world, even just recording this podcast, I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to be back on it within a matter of days, right? I'm going to catch up and then I'm going to feel chill, eh? But moral of the story is that you have to get really, really organized with your calendar and then go back to step one, which is obviously focusing on Priorities and put all of the big stuff that you need to do in business in daily, whether that's like allocating time every single day to shop on social media, whether that's allocating time for project management, whether that's allocating time for sales or for delivery, like whatever it is that you do in your business, prioritizing all of that. And then whatever those other life tasks are, whether it be, and here's the thing like sometimes it seems insignificant to put like, do the washing, change my bed sheets clean out the freaking kitty litter, whatever it may be, into your calendar. But like, honestly, the more that you put into your calendar, so say for example, like I put in, tomorrow I'm gonna spend two hours cleaning. I would actually, in the description of that particular task in my calendar, I would make a checklist, just like the agenda that I sent my date, I would make a checklist of all the different things that I needed to do. There is something uber satisfying, like mm, creamy satisfaction about ticking things off in a to-do list format. And if you've got it in your calendar, it's just... Don't let the little things slip away because what might happen is right? you go clean and then you forget that you actually need to, let's say, I don't know, um, vacuum, or you probably won't forget that because that's more of a visual thing, but like, let's say you needed to clean the shower. And then what's going to happen is you are going to jump in the shower later that day and you're going to be like, fuck, I forgot to clean the shower. And then that's going to be on your mind. That's going to be another cause of stress. like. Over planning sometimes, not to the point of procrastination, but like over being overly diligent and over planning is a way for you to not be so stressed about the little things, right? The next is you've just got to have better routines and rituals in all of the primary areas of your life. So, home management or environment is one of those areas of life, and I think that's really important. So, maybe you put it that every single Saturday morning you have like a cleaning you know, half day cleaning session or a couple of hours cleaning session. Or you build the habit that every single night before bed, you do the dishes or you take out the rubbish or, you know, you just do a quick vacuum so that like mess and dirt doesn't build up. Like routines and rituals and like planning methods are the things that will not let these little things build up over time. Maybe once a month you have like an administration session. So maybe that's like, Sitting down and doing all of the, like the paperwork or paying bills or paying fines or you know, whatever it may be. Like you sit down once a month. Do you have a regular day that you go grocery shopping? Because that's a thing for me as well. Like, or can you find an easier way? Can you order your groceries online as like a reoccurring thing if you're someone who eats like the same things kind of regularly? Can you get a meal prep service? Can you get a cleaning service? Maybe not everyone's at this stage, but like these are all the things you want to think about. You want to think about organize automate, delegate, or eliminate. Like are there just things that you have on your perpetual to-do list that actually don't really need to be done? It's just like sitting there as a self-righteous act of busyness, right? But then also another thing is just like thinking about the other things that are causing stresses in your life. And obviously money is one of those things, right? So we're gonna take a little break. I'm gonna come back and record a little bit more because there's some more things I wanna say, but also I need to go to my meeting now. So we're gonna pretend that whilst I from the past talk to my uh, beautiful friend Jolene. Me from the future now is going to go to a meeting. How meta is that? No, but we are going to have a little dance party. We're going to listen to this interview, and then I'll be back with some more tips towards the end of the episode. Hi! Welcome! Welcome! I'm honestly so excited to see you as well. You have such a radiant smile.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. So nice to see you too. It's been so long. I
1: know. Sorry everybody I would like you to meet Jolene which yes I know I'm sorry I have to just bring this up again but I still cannot say your name without singing the song in my mind
0: <laughs> you are not the only one sometimes they'll joke with people and be like they'll say oh I like the song I'm like yeah no one ever sings it to me and then they're like what? Really? And I'm like, no, obviously I'm joking. <laughs> Literally every single person that meets me is like, oh, I like this song. And then they'll start humming it or singing it. It's it's
1: great. Really I saw a reel the other day that was by the way I start a lot of sentences with that. I saw a reel the other day but I did I saw one the other day which was like hey I'm Macarena and then in and there was like the person they're like don't say it don't say it don't say it don't say it and the person was like oh you can say it hey Macarena <laughs> and I kind of thought of you I was like oh man I feel like every because I knew I had this podcast interview with you and all like, I will get on seriously when Jolyn and I worked together two years
0: ago oh, yeah. oh my god it's I don't know, I've lost
1: the concept of time with the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna jump on the call and be like, I just I need to learn that song of the guitar so I'll make you one day with it. I think that's <laughs> the only way.
0: Yeah, and the Miley Cyrus version is so yeah. good. <laughs> like she just brought it back, so every single person knows it now. Like, oh, well. not even just all the old people were like older. <laughs> Excuse me. Did
1: you know me old? All... <laughs> and I'm going to have this chat short now. No.
0: I mean more like Gen Z knows it now.
1: <laughs> I, have a ma- I have a mature taste in music. It's fine. <laughs> yes.
0: And it's so popular too. So
1: So my love, talk to me. What's been happening? What's been happening in your world? What are you up to? What are you creating? What are you doing?
0: Ah, yeah. so I just launched my podcast actually. And so it's waitressing to, to wealth, the podcast. It is absolutely amazing. I talk all about real relatable things to do with your finances. I have guests on there that are supposed to be inspiring you. Yeah, I love (laughs) it. And we give actionable tips so that you can really build a holistic approach to your finances quick tips, quick, juicy stuff that you need for your finances. So that's been really fun, keeping me so busy. (laughs) I
1: love it. I love it. Honestly, podcasting is just, I have like a love hate relationship with podcasting, but I've just realized that this new format, of like, I'm just going to invite my yeah. friends on and just chat about real things. Like that is yeah. so much fun. Just having like chats and conversations. and like, actually, this is cool.
0: This is cool. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like what it's supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be fun. Yeah. Just like your finances need to be fun.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to talk into that because I think that we really... I don't know. You probably see this more than I do, but as a business coach, I just see so many people getting like entangled with the stress that comes with money and such a big part of why people can't focus creatively in business. And I guess adopt the whole chillpreneur philosophy is because they, I spoke about in our first episode about how taking the pressure off yourself is so important to adopt the chillpreneur philosophy. But the reality is we live in a society that is dependent on making money. And so money is one of the reasons why people put pressure on themselves to grow fast or to be a perfectionist and get things done. So I'd love to kind of tuck into, like, you must see this a lot with entrepreneurs and stuff. Like, why is it do you think that people... No, let's not even start with that question. Let's start with, like, the big question and work back. But how can people take some of that financial pressure off themselves when they are starting a business?
0: Literally lose all conception of what you've been told. So for example, (laughs) maybe you've been told that you need to hustle, 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 hustle. That's not going to make anything easy for you. Not at all. Like adopting the chill (laughs) mindset and the chillpreneur literal philosophy is going to help you in so many different ways. And then from there, I would really step back and ask yourself why you're doing this. Yeah. So figuring out what your big why is and is that in alignment with what you're doing right now. Yeah. So yes, maybe you need to hustle a little bit or put some extra work <laughs> skin in the game, yeah. yeah, or even just put in the extra work at the beginning. But that's not going to be in alignment with your big vision, then it's not going to be make sense to do right now. So really, if you're hustling and stressing yourself out, it's just going to be harder and harder and harder and continuously harder. And then once you're in that mindset, you are really at a lack mindset and it's not going to go well with your finances. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just continue that way, it's not it's not helping you, it's not doing you any benefits and making it easy, finding the systems that work for you right. is one thing that helps my clients yeah. skyrocket. So if they have an easy system that's understandable, that they enjoy doing, that they look forward to doing. Yeah. So whether that's like a spreadsheet or yeah. writing down your income every single day, or writing down your vision every single day, that's going to really help.
1: So what are some of these systems that people can use? Because, okay, let's say there are people in the audience that maybe they're working a nine-to-five job or they're working just another job and they really want to start a business. Because the thing that a lot of people think about is, oh, if I... I'm going to start a business. I need to just quit my job and all of this stuff. And that's like not realistic. And your face is in pure modification right now. <laughs> like, because that does cause a lot of pressure, unnecessary pressure, yeah. stress, stress, right. But how can someone set themselves up if their goal is eventually to leave their job? like again, you and I are both in agreement that don't leave your job. You don't need to leave your job. Yeah. It's going to suck a little bit in the beginning, trying to build a business while having a job. Nobody's denying that that's like a period of time. That's just a little more overwhelming than, you know, you desire it to be, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? But what yeah. can someone do? What systems can they put in place and what can they do if they are in a job, they want to start a business and they want to set themselves up so that eventually they could leave that job without the pressure and stress.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's a great question, and I get that all the time. And a lot of my clients are in that phase of aspiring entrepreneurs, so nice. not yet ready to leave their job just yeah. because their finances aren't in the proper place. Yeah. So first tip is figuring out where finances are. So yeah. <laughs> what's going on with your finances? Do you have a huge amount of debt that's not going to let you leave your job for a really long time, mm-hmm. or do you have like some systems in place that are going to help you in that sense. So second tip would mm-hmm. be to figure out what's going on in your finances. Yeah. Making it, what makes sense. And then from there you can build a plan. So how much do you need in your business to start it up? Is there going to be a website cost? Is there going to be some advertising Mm -hmm. that you need? Is there going to be like a coach that you may need? Like there's little things that you need to account for and then figuring out how much your business is going to need to start making in order to supplement that full-time job or part-time job. Maybe you go down to part-time and it makes it easier for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Awareness is like the sense. biggest key then, right? so I think yeah. that just being really aware being really and being really honest with yourself as well. I think mm-hmm. that so many people have trouble with their finances because they're just not being honest with themselves or they have they're afraid to like look at their finances and really it doesn't matter where you are. I think this is such a big mm-hmm. philosophy of mine as well. it's so many people have allowed where they are to determine where they can go. but that's just not mm-hmm. the case. you could be broke AF right now, still start a successful business and in I don't know, five, 10 years, be making millions of dollars. Like it doesn't, where you exactly. are, right now, it doesn't determine. It's just about having that awareness and that honesty and making a plan from where you are rather than that naive yeah. space. Right?
0: And that ties into my money, money minimalism method. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that is really gaining clarity is the absolute first step. You need to know yeah. where you're at. You need to know where you want to go to. Yeah. You can't yeah. make a plan if you have no direction of what to do or where to go. It's just like the same as having a GPS and a map. If you don't have a just destination, your GPS is literally not going to work. Yeah. It's going to just do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then secondly, setting that intention to be like, what makes sense for you right now? And what's sustainable for your lifestyle? If you're working a nine to five and that's exhausting you to literally no end and stressing you out. Are you do you have the capacity to serve your clients for one take on extra clients or get a second job yeah maybe you just need a different job yeah yeah <laughs> in in general maybe you need like the comfort job yeah a cozy job that's easy to do that allows you to make money while you're starting up your side hustle to eventually opening your business.
1: It's so simple, isn't it but like yeah. we do make it so difficult. I think there's so many people like, They, so many people think that there's like this magic option out there. When in reality, there isn't. Like that is a scary thought for a lot of people. Maybe you've got a cushy kind, not a cushy necessarily, but maybe you've been in your corporate job for such a long time. And then there's this like ego that tells you, oh, I can't go work at like a cafe from nine till three or something like that because I've been working in corporate. Like becoming a burster, but maybe becoming a yeah. burst is going to be the thing that frees up time to actually then allow you to actually, like you said, work in your business a little bit more energetically.
0: Yes, 100%. And I think that too ties into these societal beliefs that you need to have a crazy, crazy six-figure job in order to be successful and then start your whatever you want to do on the side. Yeah. But no, <laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> and you also don't need to have a crazy, crazy job in order to pay off debt either like that's part of my story yeah I paid off my debt when I was waitressing
1: <laughs> talk about that and a little I, bit because I feel like I find yeah. it so Sorry, I mean I've had it before but obviously like it's so
0: inspiring yes so I did all the things that corporate America t- tells you to do or these societal beliefs that we all we all like tie into in a way yeah, where yeah. you go to school, you go get a good job, you get a house, you get a car, you get married, literally all the things, yeah. <laughs> checking these boxes. Yeah, the what boxes. Exactly. And I found myself doing these things because I thought I should very well. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know any different. Yeah. And I ended up in $200,000 worth of debt and very unfulfilled.
1: I got my was that like the was that like mortgage everything, and schooling yeah
0: yeah everything wow. all of the things yeah. <laughs> and so I got into my corporate job after a couple of years and finally thought like oh I made it yes. Yeah. This is great. This is yes. <laughs> and So I was a certified event planner. I planned huge events, weddings, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And from there, I was just like, absolutely not. I was close to paying off my debt, finally paid it off and quit my job, packed up and moved to Australia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how I, yeah. That's how I discovered you. And I completely changed the trajectory of my life. Went in this direction of discovering minimalism in that time period, figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, helping others, living, not living the nine to five grind. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the things. And so it was a lot of different things that helped me and a lot of it ties back into making my money actually make sense for me, Yeah, using it to make me happy. And that's kind of why I teach all about minimalism because I use those techniques of what sparks joy in your life should also spark joy in your finances. Yeah. They tie completely together and making sure that your finances aren't stressing you out. So yeah. not letting that $200,000 of debt and those decisions weigh me down yeah. instead of, okay, what can I do to improve this? What yeah. do I want to do? And then how can I create that yeah. full-on, absolute, yeah. like, I want to be the main character of my life yeah. and how can I do that? So
1: oh, I love that so much. And then, so, so just back a sec, so when you were waitressing, like, what, like the timeline here, mm-hmm. so you had the 200K debt and then you left your corporate job and then you are paying it mm-hmm. off as you are waitressing. Like, did you have to change a lot of habits or anything to kind of, like I guess uh, I don't know like how does that work I get a lot of people are going to be sitting here and be like how does that work without like what yeah
0: <laughs> no I actually yeah. started out waitressing and yeah. moved into my yeah corporate job okay. I didn't yeah. I didn't graduate and get my corporate job yeah. I was not one of those lucky yeah. people I graduated and started waitressing yeah right <laughs> And working at the bank part-time. And it was just, it was a lot. Um, I lay it all out in my (laughs) freebie that I tell you exactly how to pay off your, how I, yes. (laughs) It's my secret to paying off $200,000 of debt. The short version is I created this spectacular plan and I followed it to a T. And that's what you need to do. Uh, There's a little worksheet in there to actually help you do that, but Yeah, it's so important to really align your values and align your spending with your values and instead of like put these blinders on and (laughs) maybe stop doing what everyone else is doing on TikTok and buying all these things and making sure like you're actually in alignment with what you desire
1: because that looks different for everyone. But honestly, you're like giving me chills right now. And seriously, this conversation is probably turning me on because this is what I talk about in terms of productivity and planning. Like that's all it is, is making a plan and sticking to it. And I know there's some like mindset limitations that get associated with like maybe starting a business or saving and then we have desire and maybe there's that little thing we want to buy. And it's it's not that it's not going to be mentally challenging, but the reality is strategically, whether it is paying off debt, starting a business moving overseas like just make a plan and do what's on that plan like sit down and think about what all the steps are or learn from someone like yourself if if you don't know what the steps are but learn what the steps are make a plan for those steps do the steps get the result iterate as you go you know what i mean so it can be really really easy in that sense Um, but like what Mm -hmm. are your thoughts around I guess the people who say that in order to pay off debt or to make to like maximize your savings you have to go down to the micro of like stop buying coffee or you know all of that kind of stuff because I don't know like
0: absolutely not (laughs)
1: okay okay
0: yeah yeah you were
1: like couldn't wait to jump in there. you're like (laughs) so
0: um Dave Ramsey talks a lot about like get rid of absolutely everything, cut up your credit cards, uh, all the things. Yeah, I do not conform to that strategy. I don't think it's sustainable. Uh, It's just the same as dieting (laughs) like in the same sense of is your diet going to last when you're eating chicken and broccoli your whole entire life? Probably not. And that's the same thing for your money. Like there's (laughs) absolutely no way you're going to sustain this long term. If you're cutting everything that you love out of your life, yeah, it's just not reasonable. And so finding the ways that you can do it in a way that's sustainable, but not only that, but that works for your lifestyle. If you like going out with your friends every single weekend, put that into your budget, figure out a way in order to make that happen. Maybe it's cutting something else out of your budget. Maybe it's increasing your income. There's so many different ways that you can do it that would feel much more enjoyable
1: <laughs> and what do you say and what do you say to people who say oh it's so easy for you to say like you know you're like I feel like that's the same I get that a lot you must get that a lot because you've, you've had so much success in the finance area and I've obviously had success in like business and people say oh it's so easy for you it's so easy for you like just make more money like you know what I mean like what do you say to people when they maybe have that mentality
0: I think that's a little bit of the mindset piece of yeah. you're limiting yourself when you're asking that question. Yeah. In the first place. And then not even that, but you, you don't want to see my grocery bill. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's, like high or it's low. I, Oh, it's high. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like one of my core values is food. I love yeah. eating at restaurants. I love going to places. I love yeah. the experience and my travel yeah. Like you also wouldn't want to know how much I spent in Australia for six months. Like it that's was nice absurd. Though, like, yeah, like,
1: that, that is let's, true. <laughs> let's just be real. Are you, you're in Canada now, aren't you still? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah.
0: Right now. Yeah. Oh but it's just like, it's a different experience for someone to say that like, Oh, it's so, so easy for you to say, but yeah. that's why I like getting real and relatable. And figuring out a way that's sustainable for you and what that looks like for you. Yeah. Maybe you love like buying plants, for example. How that's maybe nice. that's like your love language. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out a way. Yeah. Plants yeah. are expensive, yeah. but how can you work that into your budget? Maybe you don't care about something else, but maybe you love like gardening or yeah. like different things like that. It's different for everyone, and that's why there's not a one size fits all either. Okay. So you can't just slap it on and say cut up your credit cards and you can't spend on lattes yeah exactly
1: so So that so what 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 you're saying then is like the reality is that you are going to have to make a little bit of sacrifice Mm -hmm. but make sure that sacrifice is in alignment with your values or it's not even sacrifice if it's in alignment with your values because you get to keep everything that you love And then maybe there is some work involved in terms of like, maybe you need to get an extra job or maybe you need to start a side hustle, but Mm -hmm. you have really two options. Either you make the small sacrifices and do the little bit of extra work, or you let your your debt stress you out for the rest of your life. And you don't have the opportunities to get on top of it and then start thriving from there.
0: Exactly. And that's what I talk about in Debt Decluttered, my course, and how you can actually increase your income, what makes sense for you. Yeah. based on a sustainable approach to yeah. what your life looks like right now
1: Beautiful. and then where
0: you want to go. So yeah. creating that link in between is the sustainable plan and it really comes with every single action step that you need to do. So, so I love important. It. I,
1: love it. I love it. What's your like, okay, if you had to give someone to end on this note, if you had to give someone who was like in a extremely, extremely like lack mindset like let's focus more on the mindset because you talk Mm -hmm. a lot about the strategy and I like I looked at you know your content you have a lot a lot of strategic advice but I think in my uh, business I talk you know a lot about the strategy and the strategy is simple you know you've done simply business as well like it's simple it really is simple but the biggest thing is like people struggle with the mindset side of things so if someone Mm -hmm. was in this like full like just really really crappy place with their relationship to money or they just had a lot of fear around making money or they just thought they were completely irresponsible with money like what's your number one piece of advice to someone who has like I'm going to say quote unquote like terrible money mindset
0: yeah okay so two things yeah first one detaching yeah altogether so think of money as a tool yeah think of it as a hammer yeah <laughs> If you think this hammer is absolutely horrible and it is going to do damage, yes, obviously hammer can hurt you and is not a good tool when it's used incorrectly. (laughs) Yes, but if you focus your mindset on this hammer can help you build a house, this hammer can help you build the house of your absolute dreams. Switching that like just a slight little switch in your mindset is going to help you significantly. And how you can do that is really thinking of the money as a tool. Yeah. So switching that instead of saying like, oh, I'm in so much debt. This is absolutely horrible. I can't get out of it. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. I don't know what to do. Switching that to be like, okay, how can I? Yeah. How can I make this work for me? Yeah. And then the second piece to that (laughs) is having gratitude. Yeah. How much, has that debt allowed you to do? Yeah. So, for example, my debt allowed me to go to school, get a good job, like do all these incredible things. And maybe your debt is more like credit card debt or something. Maybe it's your student loan debt or getting a car. <laughs> your car is probably so useful to you. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you from A to B. You go on amazing trips with it. Yeah. That's a great investment. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's a great use of your debt. And maybe credit card debt isn't the best use of (laughs) your debt because it's such a high interest. But try to flip that and figure out okay, what is this credit card debt allowed me to do? Did it allow me to go on an amazing trip to Paris? Did it allow me to go
1: to an amazing
0: restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Buy cool things. Like, look at all the things that surround you. Yeah. What? what got you there well you purchased whatever with yeah yeah with your money
1: <laughs> I love that <laughs> so. because that's like such in the alignment of like one of the biggest philosophies of the whole chill thing is like also like it is what it is you know what I mean I love yeah. that that meme is like my favorite meme in the entire world and I live my life by it by the way it is what it is like but that's what, like I, I feel like that's what you're saying like it is what it is like so you've done all of this mm-hmm. stuff and you are where you are you can't change it but like now yeah. it's time to just make a plan and change the future you can't change the past right
0: Exactly. Except 100%. you can be grateful for it. <laughs> exactly. That was going to be my third thing, but yeah,
1: I love it. Can <laughs> everyone
0: it. can be a little bit more grateful. <laughs> yeah. I
1: love it. I'm grateful for you, babe. Thank you so, so much. This was honestly so, so, so much fun. So I'm going to leave all the links to below to your freebie, your course and your podcast, all of the things that you yes. mentioned and everyone can find you on Instagram, obviously. Yeah.
0: Hit me up on Instagram, Jolene yeah. Stone.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. You are an absolute babe. Thank you so much for dropping into the Chilpreneur podcast and we'll love. All-
0: yes, this was so fun and so chill.
1: Yay! <laughs> Thanks, babe. Well, I don't know about you but I found that incredibly, incredibly powerful and really just after chatting to Jolene, it kind of like brings me to my final point that I really wanted to, I guess, share with you in my whole rant today about how being an adult is annoying, but you've got to figure it out somehow. So I guess prioritizing, organizing yourself and just sticking to your calendar are really, really keys for this and simplifying everything like as much as you possibly can, simplifying the process. But the final thing I want to say is obviously just change your perspective on stuff. And I know I so know this is easier said than done. Like, I really, really, really do. But what I realized is, like, I have a choice right now. Like, I have a choice to let the fact that I have run out of kitty litter, I have no food in my house for dinner, and I'm on a no Uber Eats kick as well, which is really fun, trying to prove to my friend that I can actually do it. Uh, You know, I haven't done my washing. I've got all of this, this stuff piling up. Like, I can choose to let that ruin my day slash ruin my life because... If I chose to get stressed out by all the things that I had to do forever and if that was a part of my life experience, then I'm going to have a really, I guess, stressful time here on this earth. Or you can realize that there's always going to be stuff to do you know, there's always going to be stuff on the to-do list. There's always, there's going to be periods of time where you are like a master grocery shopper and other times where you have no food in your fridge. There's going to be times where you're like absolutely on it with the house chores and the life administration stuff. And then there's going to be times where it falls by the wayside. But I think like trying as hard as you possibly can to realize that these ebbs and flows of productivity is just life. And you can choose to let it stress you out. You can choose to let it overwhelm you. You can choose to think, I'm a failure, I'm off track, woe is me, all of this stuff. Or you can just say, okay, I'm just in a busy period of my life right now. And I have the tools to manage this busy period of my life. But I also have the choice in my perspective. I also have the choice to say that I don't have to let this ruin my day. I don't have to let this ruin my life. I just take action. I start chipping away at things. i be as grateful as I possibly can for even the opportunity to do half of this stuff. I mean, that's that's another conversation in and of itself. Like a lot of this stuff, oh, I don't have groceries or fresh sheets for my bed. It's like, I have groceries and fresh sheets for my bed that I could be washing and you know, buying if I you know, just went and did it. And a lot of people don't have that opportunity either. So just sitting in that gratitude of, of the life that you live um, and trying not to let it stress you out, realizing that, like I said, there's always gonna be ebbs and flows of busyness. There's always gonna be ebbs and flows of life. And sometimes you're going to have to prioritize some things over the other, and that's okay. But like, the more that you can adopt the just like, it is what it is. Like, let's chill out about it attitude. The easier everything does become, the better your actual mindset will be, the more focused you'll actually be. And therefore, the more productive you'll be able to, or I should say, the more efficient you'll actually be. You know, the more you stress out, the more cloudy you're going to feel. But when you kind of like, just take a big deep breath and just get organized and just adopt the chillpreneur, philosophy for all areas of life the more efficient that you'll actually be anyway that's it I'm gonna not go eat dinner even though I'm starving because I don't have any food <laughs> that's a joke. I'm joking I I have a chicken salad um, but I'm going to go eat my dinner I'm going to go do my washing probably to be honest even though it's like eight o'clock at night on a Thursday um, look I'm probably not gonna do the washing today I'm just not gonna worry about it and you know that's that's Tomorrow, Erin's problem, <laughs> and she's not going to stress about it either because that's what we learned from today's episode. All right, I love you all. Let me know on social media how do you adult, like what are your best adulting tips? Because obviously, sometimes adulting can induce stress in business, and that's not what we want because we are childreners. Uh, make sure you go follow Jolene. Make sure you go check her out. She has a lot of great resources on managing your finances, which finances is just another area on which that we can get stressed out about that can overwhelm us, and we don't want that either, do we? All right, I love you. I will see you. In the next episode, it's going to be a really good one. So make sure to look out for it and get ready to dance.